Today on the Zabecast, I'm all for new ideas, creative things to keep sports from getting stale, but I'm not for stupid ideas. And stupid is knocking on the NFL's door, and it looks like they're about to let stupid in. Notorious J.A.Y. joins me, and we'll talk Antonio Brown, Bungie Pigs, and Brooks Likes Sexual Revolution. All that, plus horrible and ironic ways to die. Your bonus, 30 minutes of me, is locked and loaded, so buckle up, and let's go! <laughs> Here we go! Wednesday, January 22nd, 2020. Thank you for downloading. The Pro Bowl is coming up this Sunday. It will draw a television rating that is almost insane to comprehend. It's a television rating that'll be somewhere in the five to six range, I want to say, in terms of a rating, which will outdraw. I mean, a five or a six is tickling the underbelly of even a conference championship round playoff game in either the NBA or Major League Baseball, or, you know, they're called different things, but you get my point. I mean, we're, we're talking about a, a sport that has a game the players don't care to show up for. Aaron Rodgers has already bailed. Kirk Cousins, pro bowler. <laughs> the players don't care to show up for it. They give less effort now than ever before. The rules are jacked up to the point where you can't blitz. You can't do this. They have a week to practice to get. It's, it's barely a game, but it gets a huge rating because it's football. And we'll watch guys run around just wearing the helmets of our favorite teams. And we'll just dream of what would it be like if star player A also played with star player B, C, D, etc. I would love for the Pro Bowl some year, if, if it was even possible, to put the two best teams together from both leagues. I mean, super teams. Give them a month to practice. Get an insanely huge pot of money for the winning team. And a little bit of a, okay, thanks for coming for the losing team. And I don't know what that, what number that would be. I'm talking like $10 million per player on each team. So let's see, a 52-man roster. Oh, this is going to be dangerous. $10 million. So $520 million, half <laughs> half of a billion, <laughs> half of a billion dollars. Wait a minute, though. Five hundred and twenty million dollars. I want to look this up if you don't mind. Can can you wait for a second? Yeah. Why bother preparing the podcast? Just fucking make it up as you go. Okay. Thanks a lot for that support. ESPN's deal with NFL for MNF cost search $15.2 billion eight-year contract. They get eight NFL games, or excuse me, they get 16 NFL games. So 15, they they, they don't pay a billion uh, per year, do they? Yeah, one point, there it is, $1.9 billion dollars annually from ESPN. So really I'm talking about $10 million per player in a true mega team showdown match 
the best of the AFC against the best of the NFC, full rules, full tackle, full hitting, month of practice. That could be a pretty awesome game, wouldn't it? Wouldn't the star players, even the Tom Brady's and the Drew Breeses, wouldn't they want to play one game for ten fucking million dollars? I know. Well, I'm making twenty five million as a star quarterback. I don't want to get hurt. You're probably not going to get hurt anyway. You play 16 games every year. Like, it's one more game. Play it. Come on. That'd be great. Instead, what we're going to get, instead of a super game like like the one I envision, is we're going to get experimentation. This year, the NFL has said they're going to, or this coming Sunday, they are going to implement a trial run of the 4th and 15 alternative to onside kicks. Boo! You may say, well, what's so bad about that? Everything is so bad about it. I'm the guy that says the rules can be whatever you want them to be, but the rules shouldn't be stupid and they shouldn't be nonsensical and they should, the rule, any rule change should address an actual problem. This is a solution in search of a problem, which doesn't exist. In fact, the original onside kick rules were not a problem. 10 angry men on one side and a guy kicking it. Look out, here comes the here comes the wave of humanity. Was it fun to be on the tip of the spear as that wave of humanity came at you? No. A lot of football's not fun though. That's one play that got used onside kicks, I would imagine, only appeared in one out of every, let's say, five games, if that. One play once every five games. And I'm just making that stat up. That's what's got to go because it's dangerous. The whole fucking game is dangerous. So they got rid of that and they went to five on one side, five on the other. And my wife actually was sitting down to watch the end of the Packer game with me and was asking about the onside kick. What was that all about? And I had to explain it all to her. She's not a huge football fan. And she was like, oh, okay, I get it. And I was going through the whole, yeah, they used to put 10 guys on one side and you'd have to recover after 10 yards. It was tricky though. And you had to kind of count on a fumble. And then they thought it was too dangerous. I'm like, it doesn't matter anymore. Now it's harder to recover. Here's the thing. So five on five for an onside kick is still fine. What people are now is like, well, the, you know, the, the, the chance to recover it is a lot smaller. So it's not as fair or something like that that I don't know like wouldn't it be exciting if your team had a fourth and 15 instead of recovering an onside kick the conversion rates are similar but imagine the fun of it well a lot of things might be fun in the abstract let's do this let's mandate a flea flicker there's no problem here there was never a problem here and now this is a dumb rule and what I fear is once you let dumb in the door dumb sits down and puts itself at the table and says, oh, I'll stay for dinner. And they'll do something more dumb. This has a high likelihood of being enacted as an official rule. You watch. And then the moment a quarterback on 4th and 15, instead of an onside kick, a quarterback, the most important guy on your team, gets debacled on a full blitz or blows out a knee on a low hit, guess what? Bye-bye rule. People are going to go, oh, wait a minute. That's actually a dumb idea. It's just so ridiculous. Why not be done with it and have a drone drop the football and see who recovers 
for an onside kick. You've got one green flag for a drone drop kick. And that you can hold in your pocket at any time. And let's say you really need the ball back. Are you going to use your green flag for the drone drop kickoff alternative? Who knows? Wouldn't it be fun? Time now to talk to the Notorious J-A-Y. Hello. Imagine driving down Indian Ed Highway in Prince George's County, Maryland. I know it well. Area you know well. Seeing someone getting pummeled in the middle of a high-speed divided highway and then squinting and saying, Is that Holy shit, is that that former Cleveland Cavalier Delonte West? I better get out and help him. Hell no, no, I don't want none of that smoke. Hello, Jay. It's a sad story, and it's a crazy story, but is it a story that we are shocked to read? No, not shocked, but I just, the the people who just sat there and, and, but you, you can't even do it justice how busy that that place is. Yeah, the highway. It's a major highway. Oh yeah. Nobody, nobody said, whoa, 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 we got to do something here. No, no, no. I'll just film it. Cars stopped. Cars stopped other cars to film it. In that's, the, what it made, that's what made me angry. Right. In the middle of the road. I mean, literally yes. between. And, and, and the guy who was attacking Delonte West. Who, and who had, is that guy, by the way? I hope he goes to jail for a long time. He head stomped Delonte West. Literally just lined up his head. He was completely out. Stomp. Stomp multiple times. But here's the thing, Jay. I. What am I going to do? Get out and approach him? Uh, sir, sir, uh, please don't do that. Could have a knife. Could have a gun. Who the fuck that, knows? I mean, well, the, the, but always be cautious. That's it. That's that's your. I know that's your your uh, your 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 thing in life. Always be cautious. But at some point, you got to step up and go. All right, this we can't have this in this, in this society. Well, you would think so, but well, of course, my philosophy is I don't want none of nobody's smoke. <laughs> I don't need no smoke. I don't smoke. I don't want your smoke. I want to just keep her moving. Like, it ain't none of my business. I'm moving right along. You know, you wouldn't know. What if, what if the guy What if the guy who was being beaten up was a guy who was a drug dealer and himself a really bad guy? Yeah. See, that's the thing. You don't know. And you do, we, we live in dangerous times. Uh, for those who are going to listen to the end of the podcast today, I got a crazy story about a guy uh, who died in a way you go, wow. That that's that's no way I want to go. That's for sure. But anyway, I, I would be pissed off. No, what would piss me off the most is that they made me late. That's what would piss me off. Right. Take <laughs> your fighting. <laughs> Take yeah. whatever the, beef to you the have shoulder. To, the, to the shoulder of the road. Exactly. Where it belongs. Right. Yeah. So I guess Delonte West has has battled mental problems, and you know, it is not shocking that a certain percentage of well known professional athletes are mental patients, drug addicts, wife abusers broke murderers like Aaron Hernandez because society, Jay, is full of all those people and we pull from the ranks of society at large people to play pro sports that are gifted enough so why wouldn't there be the same representation? Did you watch the Aaron Hernandez documentary? I think, Not did you, oh, yet. Oh my God. I'm sorry. Urban, 
Urban Meyer is a piece of shit. <laughs> oh, no, he is. Oh, so he it's is. Urban Meyer's fault now, huh? It's not, it's, Urban but, Meyer made him a murderer. <laughs> well, well, no, no, no. But it's the enablers who I have know. to be called out. And Urban Meyer knew this kid was trouble. had troubles. By the way, took him. He was like 16. And Urban Meyer was like, we got to get this guy in early so he can learn the playbook. Not so that he can acclimate to college life because he wasn't prepared for that. Overlooked all that shit. He got into a fight like his first week at a bar with Tim Tebow. <laughs> Holy shit. He got into yeah, a fight at, with Tebow? No, no, no. He oh. was at a bar Next with Tim to Tebow. Tebow. Right. No, what does that, what's wrong with that little, at a bar with Tim Tebow? Who would have thought? Jesus' th- quarterback was at a bar. Who would have thought that Hernandez was gay and Tebow straight? Tebow married this week in South Africa. 32 years old, he's going to finally get some of that sweet nookie nookie. Mazel, mazel. Good thing. Well, Good thing. Aaron Hernandez had a kid, Same. That don't mean shit. Well, that's true. But it, that beard was thick. That beard was ZZ top caliber. <laughs> there you go. You don't, don't say anything. Oh, shit. All right. You know what? Full book, full book club coming as I've got to knock yes. that thing out. Part, part of it, it is. twice. Okay. I've it twice. Good, yeah. good. All right. I'll check it out. Antonio, while we're on the crazy train, uh, Antonio Brown back in the news, late breaking on Tuesday afternoon, wanted for alleged felony assault involving a moving van employee. Maybe an O.J. Simpson situation. Details are still shaking out in which he might be like, hey, man, that's my shit. Give me my shit. And the guy's like, no, I have, I'm supposed to, I'm doing a job here. I'm moving shit that's not yours, that you think is yours, and get your hands off me. What they said, it was a movie company coming to get the stuff. Antonio Brown and his trainer started throwing rocks. Oh, Jesus. At the movie. But, and rocks. Another, another guy. His friends are also pieces of shit. At some oh. point, you got to have a friend that goes, Antonio, you got you to gotta <laughs> calm this shit down. Exactly. Fuck, really? Who the fuck throws rocks at people? Well, if you're seven years old, you throw rocks. <laughs> right, exactly. NFL, uh, yeah. And his trainer and him were throwing rocks at the moving vehicle. Well, he'll just I'm say. T- I'm so tired of talking about him, by the way. Well, uh, well he's not done acting out. And not good for not good for our people. <laughs> well, then just that don't 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 claim him as your people. Just say. Well, we have he's, to. No, you don't. That's the thing. You, you know what, Jay? Everybody is an individually wrapped piece of candy in this world. You may be under a certain brand of candy. Okay, sure. He's taffy. He's part of the taffy family. Uh, not all taffy's the same. No. I what I just cringe whenever you ever see the SNL bit where it's a it's a it's a like a weekend uh, news program. It's two white people and two black people, and they're cheering over the stories. If it's a white person oh, and a black person, oh, Jesus Christ! I, I I just cringe every time I I'm waiting for the story. And this out of Florida, Antonio Brown has been shot and killed because I get I got a feeling that's going to come. Or Antonio Brown has killed somebody. That that too, yes. Has has been accused of beating up one of his nineteen baby mamas. That story is going to come too. Oh God! It's uh, and it'll be interesting to see how it's handled with by the NFL league media because the NFL league media doesn't really want to get too deep into this because they just know it's uncomfortable and it comes at a bad time with the Super Bowl. But is there a comparable fall from grace? Because 
literally, Jay, less Aaron than... Aaron Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez would be one. But this happened so suddenly. Hernandez was doing all kinds of crazy murder and shit in parallel with playing great football for the Patriots, right? Uh, yeah, he murdered somebody and played in the Super Bowl. Yes. Talk about mental discipline to think as you're pulling up your socks. All right, Tom, let's go. Let's go have a good game. And then, I killed somebody. And then quite week. like, I killed a guy. <laughs> hey, Brick, you should lay low. You killed a guy. <laughs> I threw a trident. I, I stabbed the guy. <laughs> yeah, man, you probably want him for murder. You might want to lay low and not play in the Super Bowl. Well, That's when you're living, shit. well, when you're also living with your sexual uh, demons, I guess killing a guy really, you can, you know, <laughs> you, you can you can put it into his little own little category. You yeah. have a lot of little storage things in your brain. So yeah, exactly. Speaking of uh, of sexual demons, or maybe not demons, but just you know your your sexual uh, persona. Have you seen the story about ex Capital Brooks Like? And his uh, estranged wife now, the lovely Julianne Huff. Who is she? Was she a Dancing with the Stars dancer? Yeah. Okay. All right. Because I saw her name and I was like, I know that name, but okay. Oh. He's sh- like getting in touch with his 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 sexual side or whatever that means. You ready? You ready for this? Opening up on his podcast with Gavin DeGraw. Oh, oh, Cherry is Call, His podcast Brooks Like is called how is called how men think. He says he doesn't feel 100% fully expressed in his true sexuality and that he is now taking a pleasure-first approach to his life. One of my goals this year is to really explore, like, learning about sexuality. And he goes on to sort of elaborate on that. <laughs> I love I love how he said that, you know, <laughs> this whole thing, like, I, I want pleasure first. I want to wake up every day and think, I'm putting pleasure first. I'm like, what the hell does that mean? Okay. I, I'm like, well, shit. Wouldn't we all like that? Uh, as for his new pleasure first approach in life, the former hockey star pondered on his Monday podcast about his new perspective and how it would impact his day to day life. Uh, you're a retired hockey player who has millions in the bank. What is your day to day life exactly? In fact, your day to day life might be holy shit, what day is it? Oh, yeah, yeah Thursday. I, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you don't you don't need an alarm clock to wake up anymore. Right, uh, exactly. I w- I would need to know what day it is before I know what my day to day life is. Here's what he said: What would the quality of my life be if I woke up prioritizing pleasure as the absolute most important thing in my day? Oh God. Okay. I mean, wouldn't wouldn't we all? Doesn't that sound very narcissistic? That's, I mean, it's extremely narcissistic, and 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 be stupid. You are more, he says, you are more loving, more kind, more patient. There's more gratitude for everything. Pleasure first is a new concept that I'm trying to explore in my life because it's not been, it's almost been last in the course of my life. Oh God. Okay. All right. Well, good for for you, Brooks. (laughs) Meanwhile, uh, uh, she said on a podcast with women's health last year that she wasn't connecting with the woman inside that doesn't need anything. Uh, Brooks said she's very independent and, you know, and uh, likes to do her thing. She said, uh, you know, I was wondering if he was going to like this new version of me. But the more I dropped into my most most authentic self, the more attracted he was to me. She then recalled telling her husband, you know, I'm not straight, right? 
And he was like, I'm sorry, what? What? Yeah. And she said, she said, well, look, I'm not, but I choose to be with you. After oh, that, yeah. well, after that's that, a whole new ball of wax. A, right. And to which I say, most guys would have done an internal Snoopy dance like you can't <laughs> believe. <laughs> with your feet going up and down. You're like, so let me get this straight. You're you fucking, like you're chicks? fucking, you're fucking me. And you also like chicks. And you're hot as shit, and you're a dancer, and you're a star, and you're rich, and you want to explore the other side with women. Do you want to bring them home? Exactly. Yes, exactly. Like, can you can you imagine if your book's like going out to a bar in L.A. with trendy, popular people and helping her pick one out to bring home? I have a buddy who is going to Las Vegas this weekend, and. I don't know if you know what's going on in Las Vegas this weekend, but it's the AVNs yeah, this weekend. Exactly. And I told him, and he was like, I'd like to go, but I don't think this chick. I said, if you suggested and she says, let's go, you marry that girl right now. Exactly. By the way, right now, a quick PSA. Uh, mom, please log off of the podcast. <laughs> My mom. Bless Does her she heart. listen, really? Yes. Oh, she I have subs- to curb my language. I'm no, say that, 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 that. No, no, we're not curbing shit. This is a podcast for men, goddammit, with swearing and sexuality and, and uh, a little bit of uh, perversity mixed in as well. I mean, this is boys being boys right here. This is inner circle shit. This is a, you know, if, if women want to come in, that's fine. But my mom, and, and what am I supposed to do? Block my mom off? My mom subscribes. I'm like, <laughs> yes! <laughs> Mrs. Zabin, I'm sorry for my language. Please forgive me. Continue. <laughs> right, there exactly. we go. Anyway, uh, he also said, Brooks Like said that uh, he does want to be a dad. Apparently, uh, they have had trouble conceiving uh, because she lives, she has endometriosis. She froze some of her eggs and they talk about having kids. But get this, said Brooks Like, he said he, he wants to be an actively involved dad, but he could never see himself as a stay at home dad. And I'm like, but what have you got to do? <laughs> but you're you're retired from hockey. Where are you gonna go? But what we've all said about hockey players, they are the absolute best interviews and nicest people. They're great, not the brightest though. The great dudes are not always the brightest though. Yeah, they're they're, they're good old farm boys from Saskatoon and Thunder <laughs> Bay and uh, you know Ottawa. But anyway, yeah, far uh, far out Ontario. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he's like, uh, I would I love my kids, but I think it would be soul. My soul would somewhat die doing that. I'll go crazy if I don't do something. My hunch is you're not ready for kids. No, like, not at all. Yeah, because it's... And a, you're going to be the old dad, too, because you're, like, in your late 30s or yeah. late 30s. Yeah. There are older dads. Yeah. My brother is one of those dudes. Is your brother a 50s dad? My brother was... He had his final kid, and he was, like, 50. And I used to joke with him. I was, you're going you're gonna to be the old dad at graduation. Hey, your grandfather's here. No, that's my dad. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. You know, she's uh she's an absolute dime piece uh and a dancer and amazing and but I normally don't go for the really petite ones that's not sort of my type. I like them a little more athletic, taller. 
sort of in the Aaron Andrews mode. They don't need to be 5'10", 5'11". But, you know, 5'4 and under, it's sort of not usually my wheelhouse, but she's all right. So, okay. we'll keep you up here. Aaron Andrews, ugh. Whoa. No, no, backs, no backside at all. What? Straight up and, straight up and down stick. Ugh. <laughs> Listen to you. You just, not... you just did an ick. Yes, Erin Andrews. She's not. She is not my cup of tea. Are you kidding me? I Holy! Whoa! 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 <laughs> whoa! Wow. Okay. By the way, Erin Andrews. Uh, caught, they they popped up the anniversary of her interviewing Richard Sherman, and she called it one of the great moments of her career. And it didn't hurt her, even though she looked a little bit stunned and confused. Like, why is Richard in the Sherman? Headlights. Losing yeah. his mind right now. Sherman keeps talking. Did you see the Sherman versus Darrell Revis online I, Twitter that feud? That was great. That was a all time great one going back and forth because they both made value. They both made they both made value points. Yeah, and it was almost like whoa, whoa, what the fuck are you doing, Revis? Where where you been? Actually, you're out of the league. Sherman's still in the Twitter. league. Yeah, right. Exactly. And it was weird, like corner-on-corner crime. I thought there was some respect within the guild between members, but I guess not. I wish Deion Sanders would have came in and said, boys, calm down, both of you. Go to to your corners. (laughs) Exactly. So what would you make of the games? Mahomes, incredible. Packers laid down. Niners just crushed them, ran it right down their throats. Who is the DC for the Packers? Mike Pettin. Mike Patton from Cleveland, Mike Patton? Same dude. See, and, and this is why black people get angry. See, there you I'm go. angry. Mike Patton. I'm See, angry and I'm see, white. I'm how like, did he get a ju- oh. I'm like, fire this fucker. Seriously. It, it, it's a case of, so you're telling me this is not enough to get fired immediately. It, 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 it begs the question. Like, like Romeo, it, Romeo deserved to be fired. Mike right. Patton deserves to be fired. It begs the question, what does it take to get fired around here? But this is the thing with the Packers. They don't have an owner. And so without a billionaire asshole at the top, you know, staring daggers down the food chain at the, the GM and the coach and everyone else, there's no heat. There's no pressure. They just so, got nice Mark Murphy. They do. They're so nice. And they move like a glacier. And they think, you know, and I get I get the occasional Packer fan email. Well, the nicest franchise in the league managed a way to win 13 championships. So something's working. And I'm like, okay. Let's not count all the prehistoric ones from back in the day. Let's look at the more recent track record, which is you've had 20-plus years of Favre and Rodgers. What have you got to show for it? Two Lombardis and one other trip where you lost the game. Not good. Let me ask you this question. Is How many more years does Pat Mahomes have to do Pat Mahomes stuff for us to go, he's the greatest we've ever seen? Because I'm, almost, I'm mm. almost ready to give him the title now. Because he does shit that I'm like, I don't know how he did that. I know. It's uh, it's the total package, and what is very underrated is just his ability to absorb things. Sean Salisbury, you know Sean Salisbury. Yes, Salisbury. Yes. Salisbury steak. He said what's most underrated about Mahomes is all the stuff that Andy Reid threw at him, and he absorbed it. The, the quarterbacking intellect that this kid has, he is, he is a boy genius in addition to being a boy prodigy with his athleticism, his creativity, and thank God, Jay, he is still, to me, utterly likable. And the other thing is, 
this is why the, the crap shoot of the draft. I remember him at Texas Tech. He wasn't anything special. No. He didn't he, blow me away. Who knew? He was That's another runaround outdoor arena league type quarterback in a league that in doesn't play 12. defense. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, who but knew? The, but the well, the the Chiefs did their homework and they they dug in and, and Andy Reid is good with this stuff and they said, No, no, this kid's really smart and he's crazy athletic and we can bring him along. We're gonna sit on him for a year. They moved up to get him. And man, Bear fans are just killing themselves that they took Trubisky ahead of <laughs> ahead of Patrick Mahomes. And they traded with the Niners to go up to and, get, and get Trubisky. So they not only passed on Mahomes, they gave another set of picks to the fucking Niners. Mahomes will be – I mean, uh, Trubisky's going to be Paxton Lynch in like three years out of the league, and we're going to go, remember that guy? Yeah, whatever yeah. happened to that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, any thoughts? Uh, okay, so there you go on that. Uh, quickly in on the Super Bowl. Uh, I think the Niners. And why do I say that? Just talking glowingly about Pat Mahomes. If you rush for and get to the quarterback, you always win. That's yeah. They they can do that. Rush for, drop seven. You can't beat that defense. The Niners have track stars and fucking savages. Oh. On defense, I, the the speed on top of speed. Now, of course, Chiefs have tons of speed as well. But you know the the Niners have it as well, and they've got more savages on defense. I get, we, we've seen it before. Defense. That's how the uh, Giants beat the Patriots. Yeah. They rush for beat Tom Brady. Got to be a fun game. Are you down for the Brady rumors? Uh, <laughs> who's going to give him like twenty million dollars? Whatever team does that, you're dumb as fucking dirt. <laughs> if you give him that much money. A I mean, washed up, a washed up, not washed up. A he might be skilled, washed. Skill declining, forty-two year old quarterback. Yeah. Well, the Raiders are a hot rumor now because he was seen at the McGregor fight, hobnobbing with Mark Davis. Mark Davis looks like someone who's like been in the oven and is not quite done yet. Doesn't oh, he? Totally. Like. Yeah, the, he's a weird looking person. The DNA sequencing got jumbled up, basically. He, 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 he looks like something from an Adam Sandler movie. He really does. He's not a handsome man, but he owns an NFL team in Las He's Vegas, worth Nevada. $55 billion or whatever. He's doing okay. What about Brady to the Chargers? New stadium, L.A. The problem is the Spanos family is such a shitbag ownership group that it's hard to believe Brady would be part of it. Why don't you go to Tampa Bay? Mm, that'd be interesting. Look at the quarterback churn that's going to happen. Winston and Mariota, one Out. and two, are going to be on the market. Eli, who may have a year of tread left somewhere for somebody, is going to be out there. Um, I took a picture. No, did I take a picture of the other guys? I, they had a graphic on the screen. It's going to be an amazing offseason. Of, Dak is technically a free agent, although they could franchise him in Dallas, so they don't expect him to shake free. It's going to be it's, fun. It, it's going to be a wonderful offseason, and football rolls all. It does. Have you heard about the NFL's draft boat stunt? Uh, yeah, and, and Vegas? Is that where it's going to be? Yeah, and they're having the draft in Vegas, and the stage is going to be set up at the Bellagio with the fountains, and they're going to ferry the draft picks on a little boat to the stage, which will be in the middle of the fountains. <laughs> so that so the draft only take 19 hours now. <laughs> I think it's going to be great, although people are already goofing. Like, I can see the Browns pick. Boat sinks three dead. News at 11. (laughs) 
be peak Cleveland Browns. I think it's uh, I think it's going to be incredible. People have said, "Oh man, you should have done Zave Vegas around the NFL draft." I'm like, "Do you know what hotel rates hotels are going to be cost? Yeah, are going to be like? I mean, forget it." But I'll watch it from afar. It's great. Vegas is going to kill in terms of their NFL team and the, the the tourism. The NFL tourism that goes to Vegas to watch your team play the Raiders is going to be incredible. Every fan base is like, when when are we playing out there? We're going, right? Uh, I, who would not want to spend at least two days in Vegas watching mm-hmm. football and gambling? Yes. Uh, did you see Bungie Pig in China? I did not. Anything that comes out of China, are you surprised or shocked? Not really. Bungie Pig. Yeah, people uh, people I reacted know. people reacted with outrage because a theme park in China opened with a stunt where they. They trussed up a 400-pound pig on a bungee jump and pushed it 250 feet in the air with a cape around its neck. I'm laughing, but it's still cruel to animals. Then the pig oh, was. Oh God! The, I'm watching it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Jesus bungee pig. Christ. Bungee pig does whatever. But even though the pig oh. was sent immediately to the bacon factory, the oh. prince. The principle is. It is an animal that deserves as much respect as possible before being turned into food. Oh, right? God. Even the a Chinese, pig. The Chinese would do anything for amusement. <laughs> and, oh. it's, and of all the things they do, including forced re-education camps for Muslim minorities, a pig off a bungee cord is way down the list. It's the, <laughs> it's the McNeese state in the Sagarin rankings of bad shit China does. On a daily basis, it's Spe- two hundred and ninety-six on that list. Speaking, you said you speak. You said McNeese State made me think of basketball because I'm watching. You have to at some point this year. I have to come down to your neck of the woods, and you have to do the Mark Thomas. That's that's your buddy's name, right, Mark? Ron Is Thomas. It? Ron Thomas. Sorry, Ron. The Ron Thomas and Jay. Just bang Mark Turgeon for forty minutes. Show. Oh. He is the most. He is the most. Utterly unimaginative coach in college <laughs> basketball. I'm not and sure. I heard, I heard, I'm not I heard sure Ron, Ron would go in fully. Last time I tried to tee him up for that, Ron, I sensed he was check swinging because Ron is a dear supporter of the university, and I'm not sure he wants to go all in on Turge just yet. Okay, all right. I know Naki will listen to this and roll his eyes at me and probably send me an angry text, but I don't. He's he's just the dope. He's just the dope. <laughs> People, uh, people whose basketball opinions Naki respects. Number two ninety one, uh, one account Rhodes. Number two ninety two, <laughs> Jake. <Trevor. laughs> so one account and I are on the same on the same page. Maybe maybe flip flopped. I'm I'm not sure exactly. Better yet, I'll come to your side of the market when I get the wonderful uh, Scooby Doo van up and running. Well, you because said it then, wasn't going to happen. Not. No, I said it was it was in the weeds, but now we are back on the fast track. The good folks at Waldock Upfitters in uh, Lake Ridge, Minnesota, just north Jesus Christ of Minneapolis. <laughs> I uh, I had to pay to have the, the 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 van shipped up there, but it's the cost of doing business. They're working on upfitting it now. It should be done by early March. I'm thinking about flying up there to grab it. And then doing a big ass road trip back home and stopping at a couple places along the way. I've already got some people saying you got to stop 
south of Chicago. You got to stop in Indiana. You got to stop in Ohio and Cleveland. I'm like, I'll never make it home. But they wanted to stop and do some interviews along the way. So is this going to be, and and I know you got to go, is this going to be for your radio show? Both. Radio shows, plural? Everything. So, like, who are you going to interview? That's what. Anybody. Okay. That's the lure of it, is that it's a really nice studio on wheels where I can invite people in and they don't feel creepy. It's not some converted free hugs and candy van. (laughs) With Bondo on the side. What was that from? Free, that was from a skit. Free hugs and candy. I don't know. <laughs> that, was, that was from a skit. I like. Yeah. Uh, real quick before we get to fuck that guy, Chad Johnson, XFL tryout at kicker. He whiffed. He didn't show up for it. And there's videos of him whomping sixty yard field goals. Well, it was a Bleacher because he he you know he's employed by Bleacher Report. So why not try out? PFT commenter tried out for the XFL as a kicker. Oh, did he? It's uh, pretty funny. I know you're like not into it. Not, not a fan. All right. Uh, politics. Has uh, Elizabeth Warren done Bernie dirty? Yes or no? <laughs> uh, well, Hillary did too. I know. I, I think they, they're all picking on him, even though you and I both agree he's an utter disgrace. <laughs> but... I don't agree on anything. I, mean, I want all my the- I want all my Bernie I want all my Bernie supporters to keep listening to the Zavecast. I have thoughts on Bernie Sanders, but there's okay. there's two tracks of thoughts. Uh, there's 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 two ways to look at everything in politics, Jay. There's the way to say, do I believe in what this candidate is actually espousing? Meaning, I know. I, meaning, I, am I, think I know. meaning, I think analyzing. He really believes it. Well, I know, I know, but you can look at a candidate and say, well, this idea is bullshit and that idea is bullshit. This idea has some merit, et cetera. And then there's the more global view, which is how is he navigating his way to a possible, you know, presidential election? In other words, the maneuvering of the game. How's he playing the game? What are his, his platform is designed to attract voters in what states? What's his strategy to combat what Warren is saying, what Biden is saying? You know, the game of politics, the game of thrones angle of it. Forget what he actually believes in if you and, and whether or not you agree with it. Just how is he doing from a new maneuvering standpoint? A lot of the Bernie supporters are pissed off because they feel like, you know, the women who should be on Bernie's side as part of the cause stabbed him in the back. That's politics. Like you, you just said, like, I, I believe... I, I believe every well. I think Bernie believes ninety five percent of what he says. Beto O'Rourke doesn't believe a fucking thing he says. He's a, <laughs> he's a charlatan, and he out. He yeah, was out you go. quite a while ago. Okay, FTG. I got a good one here, Jay. I I've hope you do as well. This. Okay, very good. Stand by for your favorite segment of the week. I'm not a good guy. I'm the guy. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. I don't let anybody else do this because only Jay brings the thunder and the noise, the true venom for the people that deserve an FTG. Who is your candidate this week? I have been looking for this guy's name and I can't and I cannot find it, but the one dickweed who did not vote for Derek Jeter for the Hall of Fame, and all that all that guy wants is his fifteen minutes of fame tomorrow. He'll be on every. He'll be on the the Cal and Cowherd show. He'll be on with Dan, Dan Levitard. That's all he wants. And how do you? I think, I don't, how do you know he'll come out with it? How do you know will, that he, he won't hide minutes. in the weeds? 
No, this is why he. This is why he did it. Okay. This is why he did it for his fifteen minutes. It it really is when you are the one guy out of how many votes? Five hundred almost. Yeah, something like that. Yes. When you're the one guy who has a different opinion, it's almost a self disqualifying non-vote where. They should just go, okay, and thank you very much. We'll be taking your ballot from here on out. Thank you very much. Clearly, if you're too stupid to be on the same side, I'm not about running in the herd where you don't think for yourself, but to think he's not a Hall of Famer means you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Exactly. By the way, really, and one more thing, Larry Walker, not a Hall of Famer. There you go. Of course not. He got 11% of the vote, his first first ballot. Ten years later, they're like, oh, shit, I guess we need to put somebody else in. How about Larry Walker? So not to the guy HOF. who voted against Jeter, who did not give him the retupic he deserves, what do you say, Jay? Fuck that guy. By the way, if there is a GIF Hall of Fame... The little kid tipping his retupicked cap in the arms of his daddy. You know the gif I'm talking about? Oh, that's Derek Jeter's nephew. Absolutely priceless. It's that's one the of the best one ever. It's that's one the of the best, best ever. Yeah. gifts ever. That little kid tipped his cap so perfectly. And by the yeah. way, retupicked was dumb as shit. Oh, yeah, get it? The the two is an S. No, it's not. All right. My fuck that guy goes to the Los Angeles City Council. They unanimously approved a resolution Tuesday urging Major League Baseball to not just strip the recent World Series from the Astros and Red Sox, but to award them to the Los Angeles Dodgers. The resolution was passed unanimously. Gil Cedillo and Paul Koritz, who put forth the resolution, you two assets, Fuck you! Guess everything else in L.A. is hunky-dory. They've got time for this stuff, huh, Jay? Oh, it's it's wonderful out there. (laughs) It's ridiculous. All right, Jay, that'll be it for today. Thank you, as always. Great run, and uh, we'll chat next week. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye now. Normally, I try to end on a positive note. But I kind of went on a run right now of these stories. I'm sorry in advance, but here you go. Man stabs, kills pro-Trump boss, drapes American flag over him. 26-year-old construction worker Trevor Tony faces murder charges in the death of his 28-year-old boss, William Knight. The fatal stabbing was reported at 10.45 a.m. at a construction site near the turnpike. Deputies said they found the dead supervisor next to an excavator with a brand new American flag over the size of his bo- side of his body. Witnesses said the man was spotted carrying a backpack, which likely was carrying the flag. Witnesses said the two men were actually friends outside of the workplace and the dead boss had picked up the guy who killed him earlier in the day. However, they got into an argument possibly over their opposing views of the U.S. government. According to the affidavit, the man charged with murder is outspoken about his beliefs and has said the government is out to get him. So yeah, not exactly all there. Now at this point, 
everything is sort of like, yeah, that's that's terrible, but okay. This is what took the story next level. Witnesses say they heard the construction supervisor yell for help and then saw the man charged with murder repeatedly stabbing him with a trowel. Good God! Oh! Death by trowel. Ufa. Deputies said the witnesses tried to stop the attack and threw things at the crazed man who jumped into a truck and drove away while calling the witnesses, quote, terrorists. Another reason to just go quietly with your political beliefs in this day and age. Be like Jochen Hagar. A man is no one from Game of Thrones. Nerd! <laughs> I, I mean... Unless you want to be out there with your political beliefs, whoever it's for or against. But it's just, it's crazy town these days. It's crazy town, it's crazy time, and you just never know. Be like the faceless man. A man is nothing. Political beliefs, what are politics? I have no idea. Hey, you want to go get a beer after work? Cool, great. Hey man, the government's out to get me. I know, man. Sorry about that. Let's lay low, though, in the meantime. We'll go get a beer afterwards. All right, cool. We're friends. High five. Or get stabbed to death with a trowel arguing about Trump. No thanks. Thanks for listening. Very upbeat finish to today's show. Hey, everybody. I need a baseball score to lighten the mood. Too bad baseball season's not around. Basketball score, anybody? You don't come to this podcast for basketball scores. Thanks for listening. Tell a couple friends. Spread the word. Goose the algorithm with a nice rating and a review. Always appreciated. Download, subscribe to Fridays if you want to help further support the cause. And of course, um, well, yeah, and do all that stuff and enjoy. Thank you for listening. Have yourself a great Wednesday, and we will see you next time.